Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. fans welcome back to another edition of football 24 7 i'm your guy tone the shows the second i'm joined by our official eagles insider the one and only john mcmullen now john you know i get the best intros you know i love making sure that people understand that you're one of the best in the game doing this thing so before we get too deep into the content how are you feeling today sir how was your day how's everything treating you what's the overall vibes right now down at the Norfolk complex well, I'll let you know when we're allowed back in. We're okay. not going to be back in uh, until Thursday, so Monday oh, night game. So push it's back. It's kind of late. Yeah, it is. They oh. gave players, uh, you know, they're eight and one. So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of now they're collectively bargained. They have to have off uh, over the weekend, and you know, but the Eagles could have brought them back a little bit earlier, but. You know, it's tough to be a hard ass when you're eight and one. So yeah, to, to the victor goes the spoils. Yeah. I don't I don't but they are practicing um on Thursday instead of a walkthrough. They had been doing the Wednesday walkthrough, so everything's kicked back a day because of the Monday night game. And they are gonna be on the field for a full practice. Um, so a little bit different coming off the bye week. They want to get the guys back into it. But uh yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, practice in front of Kansas City on Monday Night Football. So, walk walk me through your typical bye week shenanigans, um, uh, John. You know when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, what? How how do these bye weeks normally go? I mean, I, we know the guys have the days off, but I guess by the order of events, what like what do the coaches typically do? Uh, you know, do the, are the coaches taking advantage of the bye week, or are these guys really locked into the lab just trying to figure out what's next? 
Uh, coaches, yeah, I mean, coaches typically uh, work uh, a, a little bit, but Nick was very uh, uh, cognizant of, of giving his guys on the staff some time off as well. So um, the Eagles, uh, um, you know, they, they were back in on Monday, though, the front office and the coaches. So um, a little bit of extra time from their perspective. But Nick doesn't want him overdoing it. It's a long season. Same thing with the with the players. You know, if you're 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 one and eight, you know, you probably got to be in there trying to figure stuff out. But yeah. eight and one, you know, again, are you going to be a hard ass and say you guys got to be back in here working? You know, it's probably more self defeating than anything else. So. Um, Nick was very cognizant that those guys need a break as well. And yeah, it's one of my pet peeves because you see it all over the country. I saw it this, this year with uh, Zach Wilson, there was a big story in New York about evidently he went back to, to Utah to spend time with his girlfriend. And um, you know, they were saying he's got to be in the facility. He's not allowed in the facility. They collectively bargain the time off during the bye week this week, you're going to hear it in Kansas City, I'm sure, from certain fans, because Travis Kelsey, very high profile, saw him down in Argentina uh, with his girlfriend. He can't. He can't he, look at film. He can't. He can't go in the facility. He can't. He can't touch. Well, he can look at film. He can. He can go in the facility to work out. Um, you know, you, you guys who live in Philadelphia can go to the Novacare complex to work out but they can't do any football work. They can't meet with coaches. Mm -hmm. They can't do any of that action for people saying, well, you can go in there and, you know, on one hand, people say, you can't cheat Michigan, Bill Belichick, you can't cheat. And on the other hand, they'll say, well, just go back in. How do they get, they got cameras all over that place. People get fined all the time. The NFL PA is on top of that stuff. Um, yeah. Well, what happens? What happens if I'm a player and I happen to see Coach in the hallway? Do I just, do I just not look at him, or do I just give him the head nod and not say anything to him? How does that, how does that work? I mean, if you're, especially you're, if I'm working you're, out, you're, you're you're allowed to say hello. <laughs> you're allowed to interact like a human being, but uh, no, you're not allowed to do any football work. So, you know, there's no okay. meetings. There's no on-field stuff, and 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 it's not allowed. So. People can scream as long as they want to scream. And they're human beings. They don't think about football 24-7. They have lives. They have wives. They have children. Younger guys might have a girlfriend. They have lives. It's a job like any other job. Mm-hmm. Best believe, best believe when I'm off, when I'm off from this, John, I do not think a lick about the people watching the content. I don't think about you. I don't think about Zen. Well, now that hurts. <laughs> I don't think about. <laughs> I still now love that, you, John. I still now got that hurts. But I, but you know, it's just you know, we went through with with the Super Bowl last year and Jonathan Gannon having a fifteen minute conversation. Oh my God! Like people are people are going out to dinner. They're they're human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that is that is very true. You know, this five game stretch coming up. You know, let's get into it, man. This five game stretch is going to be, as everyone deems, the hardest 
five game stretch of the NFL season for any team. Is it? Uh, that's that that's that's what they're saying, John. That's what the national media is is, is uh, qualifying it as or quantifying it as, right? The toughest stretch, the toughest stretch of the NFL season of the NFL season for any team in the NFL. Just as the Philadelphia Eagles had the hardest overall schedule in the NFL, that's what they tell us. But the first matchup, Eagles versus Chiefs. Of course, the Eagles are only focused on going one and zero each and every week, right? But we don't necessarily have to uh, focus on just one game at a time. We can we can afford to look ahead because we're not actually the ones playing in the game. This Chiefs matchup, first of many. What's your initial thoughts about this matchup? You know, what are the things that are going through your mind in terms of uh, um, matchups and um, just the, the 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 rematch of the Super Bowl? You know, what are your overall thoughts about this matchup as it stands right now? Well, first of all, real quick, the the schedule aspect of it, that's why the, the you know, you can't go on last year's records, you know, at the beginning of the season every oh, how tough is Buffalo going to be? Well, now they're not looking so tough. They're not looking nearly as good as expected. They're not even going to make the playoffs most likely. They've lost five games, they lost them all in the conference. You know, you got to wait Got to wait and see before declaring everything is this or that. It's a week-to-week league. It's a situational league. Um, John, if, if if people were going to think logically, I don't think any of us would be where we are right now. This is this isn't a logical business. Everyone is everyone is all about the hyperbole. Everyone is all about you know the not me, man. The, the no, shock jacket. Okay, some, so John, people, lo- yeah. leave logic at home. Leave logic. At Novacare, okay? some people I can't do it. That's my that's my uh, <laughs> that's my superpower. That's my that's my I can't do the opposite. Um, I think it's silly. Like I said, when people I was bringing out, you know, like why are you going to get upset about people going on vacation? I, I it it doesn't make sense to me. But people get upset. Um, People want to declare the toughest schedule in the history of the world in August. Feel free, but you know stuff's going to happen. Um, I thought their first loss would be the New York Jets uh, in the preseason, and it turned out to be correct for a completely different reason. Um, I thought they were going to beat them because they were going to be a really good team with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. They beat them because the Eagles had an uncharacteristic game and turnovers all over the place. And Jalen Hurts made an uncharacteristic bad play at the end of the game. Um, Nothing, nothing ever works out in the NFL as you expect it to. Um, But as we say that, the Eagles uh, are here um, going to Kansas City, rematch of Super Bowls. 57 best record in the NFL for the Eagles best record in the AFC for the chiefs. Mm-hmm. And they both have lack style points. Um, so they're both sort of in their home cities in that. Why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? But they are winning more football games than everybody else in their particular conference. So um that's where we both are. It's always interesting because Andy Reid, I don't I don't think younger fans realize everything the Eagles do is rooted in Andy Reid from 1999. Everything. Mm-hmm. 
everything. He taught this organization how to build a a roster. Um, He taught Howie Roseman how to do it. The Chiefs do it the same way. And it's no coincidence that two teams that do it right uh, are in the position they are in. It's funny. You broke the fact that none of these teams, neither neither of these teams, excuse me, uh, have really won with style points, right? It's been close games. It's been nip and tuck. They've lost. They lost a game here and there that many thought that they would win or dominate. Yet they still have the number one seeds in both of their respective conferences. And it seems as if they're on a collision course. And you look at these other teams who have won with style points, yet they've lost significantly more games than, than the Eagles and Chiefs combined. Why do you think the Eagles and the Chiefs are covered the way they're covered? I mean, is it simply because they're, you know, with greatness comes, you know, great criticism? Is it really just that simple, John? No, it it, it comes with expectation. So mm-hmm. um, it's they're expected to play well. Um, and when you're expected to play well and you don't play up to people's expectations, um, it it becomes a thing um and the eagles not for everybody but for a lot of people haven't lived up to their expectations as silly as that sounds at eight and one um same thing with the chiefs even i would i would say even to a greater degree with the chiefs because their offense hasn't been good uh, to be honest and um you know they're, they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Their offense is supposed to be carrying them. Their defense has actually been the better of the two groups this this year, which is a little bit weird for them. So they're going they're going about things a little bit of a different way this season so far. Struggling at the wide receiver position mightily, um, which tells you it's probably a pretty bad group. Because if you're struggling with Patrick Mahomes, uh, you got some issues. Mm. Um, so they're a little bit different. Everybody's different. The Eagles are different. We've talked about it. New coordinators, um, five new starters on defense. There's so much change in the NFL. So for all those people who want to look back at Super Bowl 57, it doesn't have a lot of bearing on this particular game other than it's the same teams, the same organizations, and everybody's going to act like it has a bearing on this game. I mean, is it fair to say there is some emotional or prideful bearing uh, involved, at least for these players? Oh, yeah. I mean, but generally, most players are very competitive by nature to begin with. So, Mm. you know, the Eagles, I think it's more – on the Eagles side than Kansas City side because the Eagles really thought they were the better team. I agree with them. Um, they thought they outplayed the Chiefs. I agree with them. Um, and they thought they beat themselves. I agree with them. So from their standpoint, I think there's a little bit more What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Want than Kansas City other than the typical, you know, Andy wants to win every game. Patrick Mahomes wants to win every game. But I don't get the sense this is a great rivalry or there's any 
angst or or hatred or I, I kind of get the exact opposite because Andy you think has, it's more so rooted in respect more so rooted in respect yeah I mean well the Eagles have tremendous respect for Andy Reid obviously and you know Nick used to work in Kansas City and and loves that city met his wife there um mm. so I don't I don't get the feeling um there's any hatred or anything of that nature maybe if uh Juju was still there, but uh, I, I don't think Juju is anywhere to be found right now. He is, um, he's fallen into obscurity, uh, with whatever roster he's on, and um, and and so of uh, New England, but so has uh, the Chiefs receivers. Um, yeah. they're, they're not great. Um, now they're still, while we say it, you know, they still have a top 10 offense, they're number eight. 13th in, in points per game, not great, not terrible. But compared to what they usually are, that's bad for them. Mm. And that's sort of the framework out there um, from their fan base. But the defense is, is ranked fourth, second in points per game, and that's much better than it typically is. Um, and also very uncharacteristic. They've been turning the ball over a lot. When they lost to Denver uh, a couple weeks ago, which was probably their worst game of the year. Uh, Four they, turnovers, right? I yeah. think it was, what, two interceptions or th- two yeah. fumbles or three interceptions, one fumble? I can't remember, but it was definitely like four turnovers. Yeah, so same as the Eagles against the Jets. You know, And they're both minus in turnover, which is weird. Both the Eagles and Interesting. Chiefs. Interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting because the the Chiefs, their defense has impressed, but their offense has regressed. And obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the linchpin in that offense. He makes them go, and he's doing the best he can with what he's been given at the receiver position. Travis Kelsey isn't having the most explosive season that we're used to seeing him have. Um, but still, there's a level – or there is a reason to take this opponent extremely seriously, obviously, you know, for obvious reasons. I'm curious, I'm curious to know what the Eagles' deficiencies in terms of their pass defense, even though run defense has improved, their deficiencies is pass defense this season. The past two games where they played the Chiefs, their run defense has been the issue, giving up 200 plus yards in the first matchup in 2021 and 2022 in the Super Bowl, giving up over 150 yards rushing. With the Philadelphia Eagles run defense being better, but clearly the pass defense being worse, you know, what's your level of concern for this Eagles defense going up against Patrick Mahomes, despite him having limited weaponry? Um, well, it's always the concern. I mean, you know, the Eagles defense, run defense, obviously, has been very good this season. That's part um partially because it's very good and partially because um Jordan Davis has had a tremendous start to the season um, as that big run stopper in the middle. But I think you also have to be honest, and it's also because teams are usually playing from behind um, against the Eagles, and mm. and um, usually, not always, obviously they got down in Washington 14-3, but usually teams are playing from behind, and – it's easy to pass the ball against them. So, you know, it's sort of, um, you know, you have, you struggle a little bit 
at, at the outset running the football, you start throwing it, you have success throwing it. Why are you going to run it? Why are you going to bang your head against the wall? So um, it, it's very good, but understand there's a skew there a little bit. So you know how I feel about it. I know. I know. <laughs> Statistics, I mean. A lot of it is very explainable when you layer it. But they're 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 very good against the run, um, and then when you 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 pack on, you know the other stuff that that makes them number one. Would they be number one if they were an average team with a better secondary and and more balanced defensively? Probably not, is what I'm trying to say. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I was I was looking up a stat and in terms of the percentage that teams throw against the Eagles versus how many times they, you know, how often they pass. And it's pretty lopsided, man. Uh, the teams are passing the ball um, on the Philadelphia Eagles north of 70% of the time. And teams are running the ball against the Eagles around uh, 30% of the time. I mean, is that strictly because they lead most of the games or it's a combination of, yeah, they're leading, but also teams look at the Eagles like we could pass the ball. Why waste our time running against Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I mean, that's exactly it. That's um, yeah, they get behind generally, and it's easier to throw the ball. So when you have some success throwing it, um, you you know you don't have to go back to. Uh, uh, running the football. Um, so it, it, it's part and they're, again, they're, they're very good against the run. Um, but it's, it's a little bit skewed because of that, because it is easier to pass the ball. They're 28th and passing, you know, they're first in run they're 28th and passing. So what are you going to do? That's a good point, John. So let me ask you this, right? If, I want you to. I want you to give. You know, tr try to take me uh, behind behind me lines here, right? Um, if your Spags, if you're Spagnuolo for the Kansas City Chiefs defense, and you're trying to make the Philadelphia Eagles offense as uncomfortable as possible, and you're trying to take advantage of them, how would you take advantage of the Philadelphia Eagles offense if you're Spags? How would you stop them? How would you try to take Jalen Hurts out of his game? Well, I'm I'm gonna. Um that's what typically makes the Eagles so difficult when, um, when Jalen is completely healthy, um, you got to pick your poison and say, what are you going to do? Um, since his knee injury, um, I would try to, you know, stop the passing game foremost light boxes say, all right, you want to try to run on us without the quarterback involved, go right ahead. Um, but you know, you have to kind of feel that out. Um, the bye week, as Jalen said, came selfishly. He said for him, it came at a great time. So if he comes back healthier and feels comfortable, um, and threatens the defense with the ability to pull the football, all of a sudden the Eagles running game is going to be back up to speed and he can't do that. Um, but until he proves it, that's the way I would go about trying to stop the Eagles um, because they're averaging 
under three and a half yards per carry um, in the traditional running game since Jalen got banged up. DeAndre Swift is averaging 3.1 yards per carry since Jalen got banged up. But that's the way I would go about it. Okay, now let's flip it to the Eagles side, right? If you're showing the side and you're trying your best to limit Patrick Mahomes, I mean, stopping him is a whole other matter, but if just doing your best trying to limit him. If you're showing the side, what, is he, what does he and his defense need to do to try to keep this game uh, from getting out of hand and, and allowing Patrick Mahomes to just carve them up. As <laughs> well, I don't think that's card. the view. I don't think you have to worry about it getting out of hand because the Chiefs aren't as explosive as they typically are. Um, but they do struggle. The Eagles do struggle in the middle of the field as of right now until they prove otherwise. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bracket Travis Kelsey. Hopefully, uh, uh, Taylor Swift took a lot out of him. Um, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, no, you dirty dog, man. You dirty nobody, dog. Nobody else is going to scare you on that. But you know, who beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl? Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore. But there, but those are blown coverages. Um, hopefully, the Eagles do a better job. I expect Bradley Roby to be back for this game. Kevin Byard's getting more comfortable, I would assume. Um, so things should settle down a little bit. And this is a week where. You're not basing C.D. Lamb. You're not basing Cooper Cup. You're not basing Justin Jefferson. They don't have a receiver like that. So you can breathe a little bit. You can assume that Roby's going to be a, a little bit better at the bare minimum than Sidney Brown and Eli Ricks. Um, he's certainly going to understand his job description better. Um so that should help. And they just don't have good receivers. I mean, that's all Kansas City's talking about. They don't have receivers. Um, and it has really limited the offense. And if you're if you can't put up numbers with, with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, like I said, it's probably a good indication that they got bad receivers. I mean, you're you're not going to get a better vehicle getting you the football. So from that perspective, I think the Eagles are getting a little bit of a, a breath. And so mm. everything's about matchups and situations. Everybody's wor worried about, as you should, when C.D. Lamb's out there, um, when, when Cooper Cup's out there, they don't have that. There's no Tyreek Hill opening, coming out that door. You saw Tyreek as well earlier this season. They don't have that player, and they're struggling because of it. Yeah, that's a good point. So, John, in closing, um, based off the you know the complexion of the NFC right now and how things are pretty much laying out in terms of uh, team records, and obviously we have an entire second half of the season to go, um, who do you believe poses the, the largest threat or the biggest threat uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles' chances of getting back to the Super Bowl? 49ers. Mm. Not even close, With uh, as long as they're healthy. Um, now, I don't like the quarterback. And Jody gets mad at me every morning. I don't believe in the quarterback. I But everything else they have, when Trent Williams is back, man, that guy is good. Um, Debo Samuel's back. 
to you know everything else they have. The defense is starting to get back on track. They had a little bit of a lull, but you know they added Chase Young to Nick a three Nozer game lull and and, and Javon Hargrave and Fred Warner. They're a lot more talented on defense than the Eagles are um, on defense. Um, now I still like the Eagles in the matchup because I think the Eagles' offensive line is better equipped to handle San Francisco's defensive front than vice versa. Hmm. Um, the Eagles have the better quarterback, so I still like the matchup. But if they bring their A game on a particular game day, and don't give me the championship game last year because uh, Purdy got hurt and Josh Johnson's in there, that's not a good indication. Yeah. And then Josh um, Johnson got hurt, you know, and then just get hurt. They both got yeah. knocked out the game. That was the crazy part about it. So they're really good. And they're really talented, and and the Eagles know it. How we was trying the the story came out, how we was trying to prevent him from getting uh, Pat Sertan, Jalen Johnson. That's why you heard all those rumors about the Eagles going after a corner. Wasn't necessarily that they wanted a corner, although they love Sertan. They always have since the draft, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't want San Francisco to get him. Uh, they know. It's interesting because there's two different parts of this equation. Detroit is the biggest threat for the number one seed because they have the easiest schedule. They're one game behind the Eagles. But as far as who can beat the Eagles, I think the Eagles could go in Detroit, worst case scenario, beat the Lions. San Francisco, probably not going to catch the Eagles for the number one seed, but they could they could beat the Eagles. They're talented enough to beat the Eagles. Hey, man, this five-game stretch is going to be super exciting, uh, especially this Chiefs matchup, uh, a Super Bowl rematch, as the fans would like to call it. Uh, but, John, I appreciate you for always taking time out for the show, man. I know you have a busy schedule, and I do not take your time for granted, my man. So make sure you guys smash that like button. Make sure you guys subscribe to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. You guys were locked in on football 24-7 with John McMullen, our Eagles insider, and I'm your host, Tone the shows the second, and we'll see you next time. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messa 